This is an ASMR moment brought to you by In the Pursuit with David Pearson. Yeah, bro. And today we are going to be answering the question, can CBT or cannabis help with brain health recovery? Let's take this doobie and let's explore the answer to this question. And I say, let's smoke this joint together. Let's get started. Hey everyone. So thank you for tuning in and uh, welcome to Inner Pursuit. I am jumping on here trying to just be a little bit old me and share with you a little bit more uh, about what I have experienced in my life and a little bit of things that I've learned as well. Um, you know, I, I've uh, been talking to this gentleman um, the other night and uh, he brought up some interesting points and interesting um questions or his own personal experiences and you got me thinking a lot you know this is stuff that i could even share to even further and explore in singular topics because i know in other podcasts i have gone on to an extensive explanation of stories and they've gone on long here but let's see if i can help bring in the point bring it home bring it short and bring it all together here for you and piece by piece and remember, when it comes to your own personal health, it comes to your own personal choice. I'm not a health expert. I'm not a doctor. Um, I am a marketer by profession. And what I do here is things I, I explore myself that has helped improve my life. And I'm hoping it will help improve yours. And so that is the complete objective here uh, for me to do this. So... Before I move on, thank you again for watching my podcast. I broadcast live on YouTube, and you can definitely catch me whenever I come on. Uh, you can also listen to my podcast on anchor.fm. And I like to give a special shout out to Spotify for making anchor.fm possible for me to get this podcast set up. And it's distributed to major podcasting platforms everywhere. So you're talking about Apple, Google, um, Overcast, I think it's called, um, not Outcast, I was thinking Outcast, but anyways, Spotify is not sponsoring this. I have no sponsors at this point, but um, uh, I'm just giving them a shout out because they're making it easy. If you want to do podcasting yourself, that's the way to go. And you could also listen to my podcast on Spotify. So even do a shout out on that one. So the question that we have here, can CBD or cannabis help with brain injury recovery? Can CBD or cannabis help with concussion recovery? And to get to that answer, 
I'm going to share with you my personal experience, and I'm going to turn to a brain health doctor for this advice. And so first off, when I have received my brain injury at first, or at the time doctors are saying, no, it's a concussion, you'll get over it, right? Week after week went by and I was getting more desperate and more desperate um, because the symptoms was ever increasing, not getting better. Some days I felt like they were and other days it just felt like they got far worse than what they were before. And so I was trying different things to help get me back on the right track because I was not finding appropriate help through medical professionals. And I was bouncing from doctor to doctor too at the same time. And I was getting so desperate, I finally just looked at my wife's like, I am almost willing to try anything, anything to ease the suffering, to help me wake up again. And I flat out told her that I'm willing to travel to the state of Colorado to pick up the green stuff, you know. And my wife, she, she knew me. She knew what I was like before the injury. And she was in full support. She was in full support of it. Well, before I got to Colorado, I came across uh, some CBD um, in the local state. And CBD stores were bounce, were um, launching up everywhere. And even the health food stores started selling CBD. I was surprised. And they're saying, well, because this isn't marijuana, we can sell it, right? And so they tried to do that. And... This is a whole black hole right here because there's some states that prosecute on these things, uh, prosecute these small shops that are opening up or uh, these health food stores that are selling these CBD products. And they're saying, you can't do it. It's against the law. You're violating the law right here, but they're doing it anyways. And lawyers are backing them on up and some of these states are even backing off. This is a black hole area to talk about as far as legal things right here. This is not about what is legal, what is not. This is about, does it work? And I can tell you this, when I've tried that CBD oil for the first time, I was suffering one moment. And then two minutes later after that, I had instant clarity. And my brain felt free. All the pressure, all the injury was as if it was gone. That first time I tried it, I immediately grabbed my wife and I was just being silly and I took her around the room dancing with her, happy. And she was having fun with it too because she hasn't seen me like that for a while since I had that injury. And I felt like I was free. I could talk. I could think. I can move. I can smile. It brought in a whole new me. It took my suffering away. But, and I mean a strong but, it lasted for a short time. That first day when I took it, I could not go to sleep that night. I was wide awake. I was wired. And people will probably look at you like, how could you be wired off that stuff? That's not what... That's the complete opposite of what uh, this plant is supposed to do to you. It was like, well, I was. I was a first-timer on this, okay? Wired that night. But the next night, 
I decided to take some. It worked for a moment. And then I took some more. It worked a little bit more. And then I took some more. And then I had a huge, huge crash. I got to bed very, very early that night. Next day, I woke up. It was one of the first things I took. A little bit of relief. And again, I took it repeatedly throughout the day, every few hours. And then after three times taking it during the day, I crashed very hard. It was, it offered a temporary relief, but then yet it also played even a harder effect onto my brain. But then yet I became, I did not become addicted. I became reliant on this because it was one of the sources that I turned to for relief. It worked for a short period of time. It allowed me to get a little bit of extra work done and I was able to push a little bit further with it positive effects in the beginning but then yet by the middle of the day it played a stronger role in my injury and i crashed harder than what my injury was doing i wish i could describe it you have to live it to believe it so after being on this for several months i've got more foggy i got more slow and I know some of the stuff was contributing to, I know what I was experiencing was both to the brain injury, but I also knew this was magnifying the issue at hand. But the thing was, is that that little short time of freedom that I had, I kept on doing it just so I can work, push and move forward as much as I could with as little time as I had. And then once when I got my appointment made with the clinic, I got off that. I got off a whole bunch of other stuff, um, prescription medications that my doctors put me on to help me get through the moments there. Took me about three weeks to get clean of all that stuff right before my big brain treatment moment. Definitely well worth it. And I was able to progress further. It's what the clinic wanted me to do before I went into uh, going for my fMRI scan and get things cleared on up. Now, a couple years down the road, I come across some material there. It's like, okay, there's a part of me that was still for CBD. Like, you know, I can see a point to CBD. I can see a point to cannabis for some certain health areas and conditions. But there's one area that I did not see. And medical professionals started to come out with more information. Now, I know. I trash these guys sometimes, but it does not mean that every doctor is incompetent. I just happened to got the luck of the draw with my injury, and I ran into a few of them. Um, but there are some really smart guys out there that are really trying to do what is best for your health. All right. So information came on out, new information on cannabis. After some brain scans of some patients came on out, they had found that CBD and cannabis actually played a negative role on the brain. I have learned that it actually restricted blood flow to the brain. Now, if you're going to learn anything about a brain injury and you find the right medical professionals, they're going to tell you to recover from the injury. You need to magnify the blood flow to the brain. Blood flow is important for healing and for recovery. 
and not just for healing and for recovery, but we're talking about everyday living. We're talking about people with ADHD symptoms. We're talking about people with all different kinds of medical issues. And we're going to jump into that a little bit here. Not too much, but a little bit. So that's negative. That's red flag number one, restriction of blood flow to the brain. There's a doctor that I found who is one of the leading medical professionals across this country for brain clinics. I wish I could meet him personally. Hey, maybe one day I will. If you're listening to this talk, I'm about ready to shout out your name. Let's meet up if you ever want to, okay? This is from Dr. Daniel Amen. I hope I'm saying his name right. I probably should have uh, looked up his name, but he uh, he has... Amon Clinics, which specializes in brain scans and in brain injury recovery, helping get people on the right track. And he is trying to also increase brain health awareness in patients. And so I started following this gentleman on TikTok. In fact, I wanted to take one of his videos on TikTok and bring it here to you. So that way you can see what he had to say about cannabis and CBD and brain health treatment. But unfortunately, because of TikTok's policies, that right there didn't really come on through. In fact, I'll be straight up with you. I'm questioning how far this video is really going to get because of what is in the headline. But I don't know how else to tell you. I I could have just put Doobie in the headline, in the title of the video, but I just decided to be a little bit more blunt and frank, especially in my language on this. Hopefully it'll get through. I mean well with it. I promise YouTube. I promise Spotify. I really mean well with this stuff. All right. So I'm going to set my screen up here for you and I'm going to share that with you. So here we go. This article comes from the chalkboard, a guide to living well. And right up here, there the headline for this article, for your consideration, Brain Pro Dr. Amen on Cannabis and the brain, Developing Brain. Dr. Amen or Dr. Amen. I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name. I don't mean to. And I do ask for your forgiveness on this, but I love your con. Excuse me. I love your content. And... You're definitely one very smart guy, one of the major influencers in my life to better brain health and post-concussion syndrome recovery. I'm going to scroll on down here on this article while I'm sharing it with you. And one of the things that he points out in this article points on out there, cannabis and the developing brain. This is where we're going to be jumping on into some a little bit more details as to what the negative effects of these things are. And I want you to take this into consideration here. As more and more state le- states legalize cannabis and the media touts its potentially beneficial effects for pain relief and more, you need to get the real deal on the pot. <laughs> nice little pun there, huh? Here's what cannabis does to young brains. I would almost like to say, before I continue on with this, just because of personal experience and things I started experiencing with this myself, even adult brains. I mean, 
when you have a damaged brain, the brain has to heal. It's, it's almost kind of like part of it just turns to a little bit of mush, but it does heal. And if you take the right steps to help it heal, it will heal right. For me, I became a new person. At first with the injury made me ill-tempered. And then I learned to become someone new, someone in some areas with temperament better than what I was before, happier than where I was before. But this is, it says what cannabis does to young brains. And I like to, you to take this into consideration for people of all ages here. Impairs short-term memory, contributes to learning problems, decreases focus and attention, decreases blood flow to the brain, just as I was saying here, raises the risk of depression, psychosis, suicidal thoughts, and suicide attempts associated with a decline in IQ makes you vulnerable to long-term consequences. Now, of course, to long-term makes you vulnerable to long-term consequences. I can't tell you what that is, but I can tell you this already from personal experience right here from what I've done. I've definitely dealt with decreasing a focus and attention. Learning problems, you know what? And impaired short-term memory, I was experiencing those things with the brain injury. So as far as I've known, CBD could have magnified that thing for me. There was a lot of things that was magnified for me. My depression was very high. Was it just contributed from the brain injury alone or was it magnified by the CBD uh, that I was taking? Psychosis. I don't think I was crazy. You're going to have to talk to my family on that to tell you if I'm a little psychopathic or not. I personally, I don't think I am. Um, but anyways, some things for you to consider. I'm bringing this on up because of the conversation that I had with a gentleman. He told me that he is taking it for pain relief as a result of his head injury. I understand if you're watching this, sir, please take that into consideration. And for anyone else, take this into consideration. There is much better health alternatives than that. Yes, we are to take advantage of what grows in the earth to help us with our health and nutrition. But do not turn to the five-leaf plant. It may be the five-leaf plant screaming out danger. It, it, it has its place, but not for long-term use. What has its place is the key word here that I have, anti inflammation you need to have an anti-inflammatory diet because brain injury or not if you're suffering from adhd if you're suffering from well psychosis or depression in some cases i've seen some it can be most it could be misdiagnosed and we are encouraged to try to take healthy means first before we go off to the drugs. That's one of the things that Dr. Amon has stressed while I was listening to some of his videos. And that's something that I can go ahead and show later on in future podcasts. And I'm hoping to show uh, his materials that go on with different subjects here. So what is, what is natural that is not a drug and that is a powerful anti-inflammatory? Green tea now there are medical professionals dr amen is one of them 
Who agrees? Green tea is a powerful anti-inflammatory agent. In fact, the cannabinoids within green tea itself, the concentrated kind, can help magnify the anti-inflammatory relief. Even far so better than ibuprofen or Excedrin, in my opinion and from my personal experience. You got to test that for yourself. The cannabinoid, um, the cannabinoids that I take from the green tea plant is EGCG, 400 milligrams a day. Try it. It can change your life. And when I'm talking about this fine stuff that has minimal caffeine, and it's possible, I'm actually getting a new shipment in the mail where for every 250 milligrams, the amount of caffeine in this EGCG is 1.67 milligrams. That is a tiny amount. If you were to look at some other green uh, green tea extract uh, pills or some EGCG things, you would see higher contents of caffeine. This stuff that I'm about ready to get in the mail is much lower and it's much more pure plant. Something I'm going to be trying here, but I already know that EGCG works because I take it every day. Powerful anti-inflammatory. It was one of the major freeing elements for my brain. All right. That's all I have to say uh, concerning this. And I'd like to thank you for joining me for this podcast to get down to the answer on this. I am, for this issue, I would say stay away from CBD. Stay away from cannabinoids. And get into the anti-inflammatory diet. Into the anti-inflammatory um supplements try them out test them out get a nutritional specialist they can help guide you along the way and even give you certain tests to see where you're off balance anything and everything is possible without drugs and i'm seeing prescription use and saying plant use as well only if the natural substances doesn't work should you go to a doctor but you know your choice, not mine. I'm not a medical professional. Take things into an account. Uh, thank you for thank you for joining me. If you like this content and you want to support me, the best way you could do that is to like, share, and subscribe. I don't care where you are. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Facebook, or if you're on a podcast, follow, if you're listening through a podcast, follow me. Follow my channel. I'm going to be bringing more stuff out um, similar to this, and then I'm going to be exploring um, other roads as well. And all this is to help improve. Well, all this is while sharing with you my personal experiences in my own pursuit to improve my life and hoping that it can help improve yours. And for the final point, turn to God in all things. Have faith in him. And if you don't believe in him or don't have faith in him, figure a way out on how to believe in him and how to have that faith. Once when you get there, you're never going to go back. And you will figure out just as I have. God is real. Thank you for joining me. And we will see you next time.